0: Our sermon text for today comes from the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, verses 4 through 11 and 19 through 49. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. He was over nine feet tall and had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. On his legs he wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin was hung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistines said, This day I defy the ranks of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' word, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified and then verses 19 through 49 they are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines early in the morning David left the flock with a shepherd loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed he reached the camp as the army was going out to its battle positions shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with a keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines, and greeted his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath the Philistine champion from Gath stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance, and David heard it. When the Israelites saw the man, they all ran from him in great fear. Now the Israelites had been saying, Do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his father's family from taxes in Israel. David asked the men standing near him, What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? They repeated to him what they had been saying and told him that this is what will be done for the man who kills him. When Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, He burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the desert? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Now what have I done, said David? Can't I even speak? He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter. And the men answered him as before. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against the Philistine and fight him. You are only a boy, and he has been fighting a fighting man from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off, then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand approached the Philistines. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield-bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was only a boy, ruddy and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I will give the carcass of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that this is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell down, face down, on the ground. This is the Word of God for the people of God. God. I entitled the sermon today, Facing Your Giants. Because I think in life, every one of us faces many giants as we go through life. Just as David, though he was a young boy, that may have played into his bravado, him being willing to do anything and thinking he was capable of accomplishing anything. But if you remember, we talked last week, and it said that the Holy Spirit was upon David and remained with David. And that God was guiding David. So when all of the armies of Israel saw this giant who was over nine feet tall, they saw the the giant through human eyes. David looked at the giant and saw the giant through God's eyes. And when God looks at giants... They're not much. But when we look at giants, they scare us. David understood that God had brought him to that place for a purpose. And that God had prepared him. He had killed the lion and he had killed the bear. And now he was going to kill the Philistine who was making a mockery of the God of Israel. And so David went into battle. Saul tried to put all of his armor on him. And you can imagine what that would have looked like. This young man trying to wear all of this armor when he had never worn it before. He could probably barely walk, let alone move. And he decided he didn't need it. He didn't want it because he had God's armor. And so David went out to face this giant, Goliath. And he took five stones. often wondered why he took five. It only took one. But David picked up five stones and went into battle. And he used his slingshot and how God had prepared him, and he killed Goliath. What we can learn from this story is not that the little guy always wins. Sometimes that's what people take from this story. The little guy wins in the end. Let me give you a clue. The little guy usually loses in the end. But in this story, David's not the little guy. Because David is fighting for God. And God is not the little guy. When we face giants in our lives, when we face struggles in our lives, we need to understand who stands beside us and who we are fighting for and who we are fighting with. This last year and a half has been a difficult time. For some people, it has been a huge giant because it separated us from our family and our friends It's brought death and sickness into our family. It's caused us to struggle. Some of us losing jobs. Some of us changing how everything works. It's just been a difficult year. And it's been a time when many of us have seen giants in our lives. But life is about facing our giants. Facing those things which cause us to struggle and to be afraid. I remember as a young man of 17 finding out that my mom had been diagnosed with cancer throughout her body. Bone cancer, lung cancer, brain cancer, breast cancer, all of it. And for me it was a huge giant because my mom and I were close. Yet, I came to understand through my mom that it was just another giant (laughs) and that with God, we could overcome it because she never had any fear. She never worried because she knew who the giant was and who God was. And the giant may have taken her life But it didn't win. We in our lives must come to understand, as David did, that no matter what we face, we don't face it alone. I have to confess that I have been struggling lately with what's going on in the United Methodist Church. And after the last two days of annual conference, it didn't help. It was a difficult time for me to hear what's going on. And for me, it is a huge giant. Something that I'm struggling to face, but understand that I'm not facing it alone. I have many other friends who are pastors. I have many other Christian friends who are facing this, and we face it together. But I also know... That God is bigger than any struggle I will ever face. And that God's will will be done. I don't know where we're going in the church in the next two, three, four years. But it doesn't matter. This may be a giant of huge proportions. It is for me. But God is bigger. And God will bring us through this. I don't know what we'll look like on the other side. But I know that God won't change. And that God will continue to guide and direct us. So maybe this sermon wasn't so much for you today. Because it certainly was for me. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what struggles that you have in your life. I do know that you have them. For many of us, this is a sweet day and a sad day as we remember our fathers, some who have gone on to heaven. And we remember the good times, but we struggle with the loss of that person. And I'm sorry, Kim, but I just don't think that little box is going to work for me. (laughs) I just don't think anybody can replace our fathers. But today no matter what we face no matter what struggles lay ahead God is in charge. And we can be like David and know that God will win in the end and that God will give us the strength and the ability to do what it is we need to do so that God is glorified. David ends up killing Goliath and then cutting off his head and the armies of the Philistines run in fear and Israel wins the day And David is just made into a hero of Israel, and everything goes wonderful for the rest of his life. No, that's not the story. It's just one of the giants David will face. And this is my advertisement. Starting this fall, we are going to study David in Bible study, we're going to see David face his giants. We're going to see how a man of God lives out his faith. But I call you now to be God's people. No matter what your struggle is, no matter what you face, God is greater than your giants. God is greater than your struggles. And God will see you through.